Let's bring in his teammate, Whit Merrifield from the Blue Jays, joining us right now. Whit back at it. Whit, what's going on? Let's start there, actually. How freaking cool was it to see Bassett shove and go the whole distance, nine innings on Friday for your squad? Because we don't get to see it very often anymore. No, no. Yeah, it was great. Everybody was fired up. Um, Schneider came out in the eighth, uh, I think with two outs, came jogging out to the mound, and um, the whole infield consists, you know, as a group kind of ran to the mound quickly. We're like, no, 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 don't do this, don't do this. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I got you, I got you. I'm just coming out here to give him a break and ask how he's doing. And um, got a quick out, and then end of the ninth, um, went up to the, I went up to the pitching coach and was like, he's still in, right? Bass is still in? He goes, yeah, yeah, he's still in. So it was great. The ovation that he got when he took the mound, uh, people love to see it. So he did a, it was an absolute clinic. I mean, he was, he was just, I can remember one ball that was hit hard the whole game. He was just carving guys up. Wait, are you saying that, are you saying that you guys kept Schneider? You, you guys made Schneider keep him in the game? No, no, he, uh, come on. It, Schneider was, he was keeping him in the game. Uh, <laughs> But we we just like we wanted to reiterate it, <laughs> <laughs> as there should. Yes. Did you did you hear what we were talking about uh, when you were being checked in? Did you hear the argument? We were not really the argument. The discussion yeah. about pitchers in the minor leagues. You, you kind of were more on the tail end of where they are now, which obviously yep. younger than Eric and I. Any thoughts on that? Do you think because they don't they don't put a restriction on position players and say, oh, you can only get two at bats this game because you're going to be tired, right? Why do they? Any thoughts on that as a pitcher side from a position player? Yeah, I mean, just from um, my perspective, I think just the way that the game is is being pitched now, it's ca- kind of calling for that. Um, I heard you touch on it, but it's it's just a max effort from the get-go now. Um, I mean, it's even to the point where now we have pitching coaches telling catchers just set up down the middle and telling the pitchers just throw it down the middle as hard as you can or – rip your slider as hard as you can. It's not going to end up in the middle of the plate. So just aim for the middle and whatever happens, happens. Just throw your nastiest pitch. And um, I think with that comes a lot of wear and tear on the arm. And um, so you're having to put restrictions on it. And you're seeing injuries, I think, go up, like you said. Um, whether the data you know reflects that or not, I think it's pretty obvious if you give 100% every pitch – uh, you're you're going to blow out at some point. And I think we're seeing that more often than not now. Do you remember when, during your minor league days, a pitcher say, and especially if he was like a, a more of a top pitching prospect, would he go like, damn, dude, I just flew through five innings. I went 62 pitches. Or were they more just like, whatever, it is what it is. I'll just go out there the next time through. Yeah, I mean, we, we there, there's prospects that – it's funny, you have you have inning limits – but you don't, they don't really worry about, like, I guess the pitch count. So you, if, if a guy's got, uh, whatever, 150 inning limit that year, if he's going through five at 55 pitches um, or five at 110 pitches, uh, they don't really put a lot of weight in that, I guess. I guess it's more difficult to do to get uh, up and down. I don't know. I'm not a pitcher, so, but I, I guess it's more difficult to go throw and then sit and then go throw again. But um, I don't know. It's – that's not my that's not my area and i'm, I'm well, glad you know what that's spoken like pitched anything last year though yeah but that's, was it harder to get <laughs> up and down the next day or what <laughs> nah, i was i was cruising oh and my favorite part about my favorite part about the pitching even though i didn't strike anybody out because i i just i 
I was just flipping balls up there. But uh, Joe Adele hit a homer off me, and the next guy that stepped to the plate, I drilled him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like 65 in the shoulder, but I still drilled him. You got you to gotta announce your presence with authority. Right. I love right. that. The first time you came on, we were talking about stolen bases, okay? Now, I don't want to – I'll whisper it so that people don't know. You have 12 stolen bases, okay? <laughs> so that nobody in the league knows. Are you going to get to 40? We're about a quarter of the way through the season. Uh, Come yeah, on, I mean, that was That was kind of the number that I, I had pegged at the beginning of the year, so uh, it'd be nice to get to 40. I'm uh, – Stolen bases for me has always been kind of like a, uh, uh, kind of like a rhythm thing. Like as soon as I start getting them, and start they start coming, and I become more comfortable and and more confident, and it's just kind of like start rattling them off. And uh, I kind of saw that last week. I think I have I've had like seven or eight in the past week, and um, so I'm getting more comfortable. You know, I'm here. It's you know what's helped me is I'm hitting like six, seven uh, in the lineup. So last year I was hitting nine. And when I would get on base, it would be like George, Vladdy, Bo, um, these guys coming up that you really got to be sure if you're gonna if you're gonna steal the bag. Uh, I'm more in like that action part of the lineup now, where we're trying to you know create stuff. And uh, so when I'm getting on base, I, I'm a little, I feel a little more uh, free to to take to take a little couple more chances. And I've had some success early on uh, this year, so I think I'm gaining the confidence of the coaching staff. Well, you got the gold glover, platinum glover, all world glover catcher coming in Toronto. You're going to get three or four this week, these next couple of days against the Yankees. Trevino, you're, you're calling your, I think you can get 50. You're at 12, about quarter of the way. And he's hot right now. And he's hot. You can get, I think you might, 50 might be in there. Well, we just had, we just had Sean Murphy in here and, and he's no slouch. Um, mm. And I mean, not to toot my own horn, my own horn too much, but I, like I stole four. Or no, I sold five that series, and I think three of them were no were without a throw. So, you know, it's really not the catcher; it's it's just it's it's the pitcher. And um, a lot of times, pitchers are just they're uh, they're in their dumb. own world. And, and dumb, I you like, can say it. They're I like, dumb. I like to say <laughs> pitchers are dumb. It's okay. We know. Whenever I can. So, yeah, it, it really honestly, I, I don't ever pay attention to who's catching. It's just the pitcher. You know, can I get a good drop off him? Is he slow to the plate? Is he giving me a tip? You know, whatever it may be. What, so, what's the biggest tip you see from guys? Is it shoulder? Is it foot? Is it because like a lot of lefties with their back foot, right? If their back foot goes down, this is their toes. Their toes go down. They're going home. Their toe comes up. They go to first, right? For, so for lefties. Like, for yeah, lefties. Left. For a lefty, yes. But for a righty, is there is there a certain thing you look for? You say, okay, the first thing I'm going to look for off of let's say Garrett Cole is is when he come when he goes home his shoulder goes first or his head goes down or is there a certain thing you look for first uh let's see I know a lot of pitchers come on this thing so well don't give I, anything I'm away I'm just saying in general <laughs> yeah in general in general so a righty you look at the the back shoulder it'll lean when he goes to the plate if he's if he's a big uh if he's got a wider base that back shoulder leans before he before he uh, picks up usually, and then it'll just spin if he if he comes to the plate. But but yeah, no, they uh, you know that's that's kind of basic one on one. And then there's always there's always certain things that uh, you know it, it makes sense because if you're focused on throwing to the plate, there's probably some different feels that you have going on when you're trying to execute a pitch versus picking to first. So. I imagine it's, it's difficult for pitchers to find 
like a consistent pick move that has the same setup and rhythm as when you go to the plate. And um, I, I imagine that's difficult, and I like to take advantage of that. Don't be so cryptic. Don't be so cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> You're, Look, man, you're, you're trying. You're stepping around like a politician. Well, I don't want to give anything away. It's all for Rusty anyway. Look, I'm not Terrence Gore. I'm not Gerard Dyson. I got. I got to have every advantage I can to get every <laughs> jump I can, and so I'm not giving nothing away until, you know, until the end of the year. Now you're in. Now you're in the Yankees' domes right now because the Yankees pitchers are like. I'm not doing anything. You know what that's going to do? <laughs> that's going to leave a ball up, and Kiermaier is going to hit a dinger. It's because of you, okay, Wit? Speaking of Kiermaier's old team, can you guys catch the Rays? Well, we've played them once and we beat them. So, uh, they're, of course, they're not losing to very many other people. They're they're hot and they're playing well. So, uh, we got a big we got a big stretch coming up. We got the Yankees for four at home. Baltimore comes in, and then we go to Tampa for four. So, um, this is a big, big 11 games for us. Tampa's a good team, man, and they're hot. But, um, you know, hopefully as hot as they've been collectively, they'll all get cold at the same time collectively. So, that's that's kind of how it works in baseball. Um, but, I mean, damn, they're a good team, and they're playing well. And um, so, hopefully we can – we can continue to play well because we're a pretty good team over here as well, and, and we got we got all the pieces, so we just need to stay healthy and uh, continue to get come better on. as it goes on. Yeah, that, give us that, a real that, answer. That's a, that's a political answer right there. Yeah, come on. Be like, <laughs> hell yeah, no, we he, can catch him. But he started. He said, hey, listen, they beat him. I know. We can feel like, hell yeah, yeah. we're going to catch him. Uh, how many series have the Rays lost this year? Not uh, very many. Uh, maybe two. I might Three. be missing one. Three? Three total? Three, yeah. Three okay. Total. So, so the AL East right now, I looked, 46 games above the 500 mark between all of those teams. Like, the Yankees are in last place. They're on pace for 89 wins, which almost wins the division last year. And I, and I know it's early in the season, but my question, Wit, is do you guys like kind of give shit to players on other teams that are, say, in, like, a less competitive division? Like, you guys are going through a gauntlet all the time. So, playfully – there's a big difference right now between the AL East and the AL Central. So if you've got a buddy that's like, you know, on the Twins or the Guardians and they're like, oh, we're cruising, we're going to win 100 this year. And you're like, yeah, good luck. I'm in the AL East. Well, the, one of the first things I was told when I got traded over here last year was, was welcome to the big leagues. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, people, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like being like SEC football. Like you're just kind of proud because you're in a really good division and you got to grind to, to get through it and if you come out on top you know that's that extra sense of sense of accomplishment knowing that you were in the best division so um yeah i mean we're aware of the teams that are in this league and the teams that are good and um but it's not like sec football where like you know if you're whatever fan you always cheer for alabama to win like when it, whenever new york or tampa or baltimore or boston play in somebody else we're hoping they lose so um but it's a good league and it's going to be a fun race who told you that? Who told you the welcome to the big leagues? Uh, it was one of the it was one of the clubbies here actually. So <laughs> I'd run he knows, right? He knows all those all those sliders he's yeah. hitting. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the big leagues, uh, I talked to your dad today just because why would I not talk to your dad before we have you on? Why would you not? Exactly. Uh, you played Pine Valley Thursday. I did. Big day. Big day for me. How, I, 
I was supposed to go, it, but I couldn't go because of this show. So tell me what I missed. Oh gosh, here we go. It was, um, I mean, the best golf course, like from a golf course standpoint that I've ever played. Where, like every shot, every hole was different. Every shot was different. You had to hit every shot a certain to a certain area, and you had like maybe I don't know ten yards of cushion. But it, every shot, if you went long, you were in trouble. Right, left, short, you're in trouble every shot and um it was special i mean it was immaculate conditions um just a just a really really special place so i was i was fired up i got to play it and hope you get to play it soon so did you leave a comment in the comment box did you see where the comment box is no i didn't actually i uh jay billis was in there and i'm a huge college basketball fan and so i kind of got distracted and talking to him <laughs> No, the com the comment box, and if AJ ever gets to play there, the comment <laughs> box is, I think it's off of 15 or 16. It's like 20 yards out into the water. So if you if you have a complaint or something. I love that. That's, that's kind of <laughs> sick. Yeah. I'm about to get on my hose for not telling me about that. Yep. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So your dad, again, I spoke to your dad. Is there someone today doing something special you might want to think about saying congrats to anything today happening big in your family? Yeah, little brother graduated from Wake. Uh, he, gra he actually graduated in December, but today he got to walk. So big day for him, big day for the family. And now I am uh, the only member of the family that has not graduated from. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to take the PJ to Wake and... Maybe skip the game today and go to watch him walk and then hurry back? I, I didn't. I didn't. I was getting play-by-play -play for my sister, and it didn't sound like it – you know, graduations don't sound like um, the best of times. And so I was I was happy sitting in my apartment signing Topps cards. <laughs> there you go. Graduations are boring. I agree. It's like the like going to dinner, hang with the fam before or after. The graduation itself needs to be reworked from an entertainment perspective. It is terrible. You need like a DJ. I've I've anything. I've sat through probably six to eight, and I can't remember. There was one time it was good. It was um, Elaine from Seinfeld spoke. Yeah, you know, I don't remember what her real name is, and so she just was like twenty minutes of comedy. But everything else is awful. Like it's it's really boring. So you don't even did the fam like say, oh, we'll Facetime you for the ceremony. No, I'm good. <laughs> No, no. They were, my, sister, my sister would just tell me about the speaker and how she had just like was just over the top animated and had this, these crazy stories about how she fell down this like 30 foot well and her husband had to bench press her out. And I was like trying to figure out in my head, like for her to text that to me, what in the world could this story be about? And then there was an intermission apparently during her speech or it was uh, it was it was actually pretty funny. To not to be lit, to be reading what they were talking about, and not be there. So, <laughs> be but, the uh, <laughs> hey, random question, um, clubhouse wise. I know you're there, obviously, early before the game. How many guys get there super early to do the whole like brunch, lunch, dinner experience nowadays, especially the younger guys? Um, it's not as much as it was earlier in my career. Um, I did bring in a bunch of burgers today, and uh, so I think guys were excited about coming and having some good burgers. So uh, today might have been a little different, but it just kind of depends on, like, I guess if you got family in town, what you got going on in the morning, did you had you sleep, and then what do you have to do during the day? Do you have to come get it lifted? Do you have to get treatment, stuff like that. But for the most part, um, 
uh, I think Brandon Belt has has uh, done a, a good job of letting guys know that you don't have to come to the locker room and sit in your chair and wait for an hour and a half before you start doing stuff. You can just show up, get dressed, and go. So That's good. You need that, <laughs> no? Tree, by the way. I don't know if you guys know Brandon Belt or not, but he is one of the oh. funniest human beings I've ever met. Dark, too. Dark sense of humor. <laughs> he needs a hug every once in a while. Give him a hug for me, okay? Because he's actually my first big league strikeout. So, All Star year too, 2016. My bad. He's about to go to the All Star game. I just ruined the man's life. <laughs> Wait, Kratz is a strikeout. And Witt doesn't have a strikeout. I got two strikes. I've pitched more often. That I didn't have that swing and miss stuff. I guess I don't know. Grassy's kind of okay. nasty. He's got more stolen bases than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by a little. I, I've got one more. So I think it was last time we spoke, you said, hey, at some point, the Blue Jays crowd is probably going to do the whole 5-4-3-2 or whatever with the pitch clock. Have they? I haven't been to a Blue Jays game yet this year. Have they done that? Have they embraced that? And if not, do you need to do a PSA right now and be like, let's do this against the Yanks because it could be really cool and screw with some of them? It would be kind of cool, and no, I, it hasn't. It hasn't been done here, um, and haven't really seen it anywhere. Um, so maybe that's something that we incorporate. Is that? I don't know if that's bush league. Is that? Is no, that like a, no, absolutely not, not from the fans. No way. Not bush all right, all right. Not yeah. at all. I mean, hey, we'll do. We'll get any advantage we can. So yeah, that clock starts getting about seven. Go ahead and go ahead and count it down like it's three, two, one. Hey, hey, it might like- be helpful. Might be beneficial of stealing bases too. Do you feel like when do you feel like when uh, a certain player comes up? So when I play for the Jays, Blue Jays fans are kind of like, yeah, they kind of get baseball. But man, when Jose Batista came up, it was like every ball he hit in the air, they were like, oh, it yeah. was going to be a home run. Like, like they yeah. just they don't quite feel the game. Do you feel like there's a, somebody on the team that when they come up, the stadium? Starts rocking a little bit more, like they anticipate something happening. Yeah, Vladdy, for sure. Anytime, more than Vladdy. Bo? Um, probably by like just a little bit. I mean, they love they love him some Bo too, and Bo's Bo's been hot. So, but um, Bo's got more. I don't know, Vladdy. When Bo hits a homer, it's like a it's like a bullet. When Vladdy hits a homer, it's that big majestic, you know, like everybody stops what they're doing and watches it. So he's, he, he does that more often. So it's like whenever he hits one in the air, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like your reaction. You're talking about everybody gasps and, and then it left fielder comes in a couple steps and catches it. <laughs> Come on guys. But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you, you, he's a guy, he's just a guy you anticipate something good happening when he steps to the plate. You know, there's a handful of guys like that in the big leagues that you just know, like, all right, it's been two at bats and he hasn't hit a ball hard. Here comes something off the bat at 115, and he's uh, he's a special talent for sure. Wait, you've been there. You've been in Toronto now since last trade deadline, right? Uh, yep. Have you learned the song yet? The OK Blue Jays. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so you know it. Ball. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. play ball. I tell you I'm what, the they love it. song here. They love it here. And oh, it's like it's the greatest song that you never want to hear. It's it's yeah it, it, I kind of drown it out now I don't hear it as much but when I first got here I was like because I you know you hear it playing against them but 
hearing it like every day, you're like, what is this song? And then someone told me it was like just an old song that's kind of like embraces the culture of Canada baseball or something. And it's uh, it's 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 a song. It's it is a song. <laughs> they love it. Oh man. Well, Have you ever seen that? I'm singing, they sing it in the seventh been, inning stretch? I've been there for a bunch of games when I'm calling them. I, oh. I don't know if I've paid attention. What is it, seventh inning stretch when they do it? Yeah. Uh, I believe so, yeah. It's oh, like their ball game song. And I don't yeah. know what's worse, the song or the dances that the people do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's – It's so <laughs> awkward. There, for sure. They bring, like, the cheerleaders on the field, and they're in front of your dugout, and they're like <laughs> – Okay, I mean, blue yeah. Jay. Do you know the Do you know the French, the French Canadian anthem? Can you sing that in French? No, we haven't heard it that much this year. We heard it one time uh, last series for the first time all year. Well, usually, like it'll be uh, you know the start of O Canada, and then it'll switch to French, and uh, that'll really that really screw some people up that aren't used to it. And uh, no, we haven't heard it that much this year, but. French is tough. I don't know if I, I don't know how long, how many times I have to hear it to be able to, to say any of it. It's majestic. <laughs> <laughs> it's majestic. Hey, yeah. wait, good stuff, dude. Yeah, um, let me have a quick Brady Singer story about the Canadian anthem. So oh, we're standing please. his rookie year, Blue Jays come to us in, in Kansas City, and I'm standing beside him on the line, and it's a guy on a guy plays the uh, trumpet a lot in Kansas City. Beautiful does a great job and so we're on the line and when you're in america they play oh canada first when you're here they play the star star spangled banner first so anyway we're on the line and the guy starts playing he's playing oh canada and i'm beside brady and i can feel him like kind of squirming and the song ends and he looks at me and he goes what the fuck was that (laughs) (laughs) the canadian anthem he goes why were they playing the canadian anthem I said, we're playing the Blue Jays. He goes, yeah, but we're in America. And I was like, dude, just, just keep your hat on your heart. We'll get through the next song, and then you can figure it all out. Poor kid. Poor kid's got no idea. And he'd never been to, like, a game where, I don't know, in any sport. Like, your basketball team's playing the Raptors. Like, they do it for every sport. Yeah. So, kid, I guess. Kid nevertheless left Eustis, Florida until he got to college. Hey, hey, take it easy. That's right. Hey, the hey, for me now. hey, there you go. He's not too cultured. <laughs> Wait, I forgot. So this is actually last thing. Do you want to just give us like a, a little teaser about next time you join us and probably you'll announce something in between that time period? Any news going on event wise? Yeah, I've been working for um, a couple, uh, a few months now, not even a couple months. It's probably October on putting together this um, this golf tournament for uh, baseball players um not like a charity event that a lot of guys get to play in but like a a legit like you show up golf tournament there's a purse um we're trying to get it televised gonna be it's gonna be a a legit golf tournament for baseball players because i know so many baseball players love to play golf so i've been working on that and uh, hopefully have more details pretty soon it's getting it's about to get wrapped up and i'll be able to share more but i'm really excited about it as big a golfers as I am, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a cool event that I'm looking forward to to be a part of. Hey, a friend of mine is uh, doing something similar. Also, could be the same thing. Might be the same thing. I don't know. We we'll have to talk off the air. But yeah, there's a yeah. friend of mine that's doing one similar, but he's gonna do it 
uh, one retired player from a team and one active player from a team and do a, do team do a team thing. You're trying to talk yourself into this no. thing? No, no, no. I, I played enough charity golf. I you should enough. broadcast it. Yeah, now we're talking. Give me yeah. a mic and just let me run. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a cool – I think it's a cool concept because, you know, we're all competitors and the charity events are awesome and they raise a ton of money for a bunch of great causes. But, um, you know, the competitive – drive of it isn't quite the same as if you know you you pay an entry fee and then there's a there's a big a big prize pool at the end to, to go win so, so wait, who wins mcneil you who wins mcneil you gallon's pretty uh, good right i don't from what i've heard i'm not on the level of uh mcneil or a hicks or uh uh those those type of players Ian so, Hatt. Hatt. Ian Hatt, yeah, yeah. so but the, it'll be um it's gonna be the format of it will be a partial handicap, so it'll try to level the playing field out a little bit. But there will be a uh, a gross, a net gross winner who will be crowned the best yeah, golfer. So now I want to squeeze my way in there. That's cool. Know? That's the match for baseball, though, because the match yeah, hasn't so. gotten the baseball players involved, and they should. So they'll do their own thing. That's awesome. Yeah, it'll be cool. So it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a big league. Before I get in, before I get my invite, I want to know where it's gonna be at so I can plan my. Hey, trip. You can't tell everything. You yet. can give me a state. It's it's at the it's gonna be at the Ritz Carlton in Orlando. We do have that locked. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's where we're at. It's amazing. I live right down the street from <laughs> there. All right. Well, we'll see you there. We'll, uh, we'll, be, we'll be we'll be sending out like, um, you know, Augusta. You get invited to the Masters, you get a nice letter. So we're gonna we're gonna have like these really cool invitations sent to clubhouses and put on players' lockers, stuff like that. So cool. can we broadcast it though? Like, can we stream it on YouTube or something at least if it's not going on TV? Uh, potentially, we we got to figure out what the TV deal is, and okay. um, then we can talk. Got our number. Good. I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk to your dad. I'll make yes. sure. I, AJ's I'll, on it. AJ's right. spending the next three hours on this after this. <laughs> show. Got no He's got no pool. <laughs> good stuff Whit, man enjoy have yeah, fun good with this with rivalry Seriously, series we can help let us know yeah yeah let us know if we can help and then we'll talk more about it next time all right guys appreciate it cheers man appreciate you Whit merrifield from the toronto blue jays joining us oh and, and jace peterson coming up in a minute um from the oakland a's so you're either going to be finding your way into that oh i'll be there somewhere. broadcasting that showing up i'll be there too i'll be there at least just like drinking and hanging out yeah Heckling. I'll be the heck. I'll be heckling. the guy in Happy Gilmore. I had to hit it off Frankenstein's fat foot. <laughs> I, had to, I had to hit it off of Przinsky's front lawn. Yeah. Well, I'm not that close to the Ritz, but I'm I'm not far. We've got our operations down here. Why we should broadcast it if yeah. it's not already being broadcasted elsewhere. So that's it. Listen, if it's current players, people will tune into that. Because yeah. I know when I play in those tournaments that are broadcast on TV, people tune in because they want to see athletes suck at something and they mm -hmm. tune in to watch people suck at golf or dominate or like, good isn't steph curry incredible too golfer okay so it's so you have a power let, ranking no let's take let's take the lpga when i play at the hilton grand vacations tournament in orlando that's over at lake nona marty fish won this year he shot i think seven or eight under he lost to the lpga girl like she's not like 20 under marty fish is like the best amateur golfer athlete guy there is even in Dallas, uh, Tony Romo won, but he would have lost to the senior champions guy, the invited one I played in a couple weeks ago. He would have lost to the senior guy by a bunch of strokes. So what you're saying is there's still a massive There's gap. a massive gap. And you put you – put, then you take 
let's take Tony Romo. He's tried to play in these Turner John Smoltz. They can't even come close to making the cut. I mean, they finish DFL when they try these things. It's a completely different animal. Which technically is how it should be because yes. those are professionals. They play every second, although some of the baseball players play every second too. But <laughs> still, I know what you're saying. So you, you keep them out of it. Because if you keep that playing field all to the baseball players, then you don't know who's really good. <laughs> like, oh, this is the winner, right? I was just interested because you said you have to buy your way in. So you have to pay like money. To go in? Yeah. Well, until I help them with sponsorships because I'm pretty good at I'm that. Kinda, I'm kind of thinking, man. <laughs> the guy I know that's trying to do one of these, they should collaborate. You can get this done pretty quick. Yeah. You don't he, want rival leagues. No, but plus he knows all the TV people because he's the one that started two of these now. Mm-hmm. So he could kind of whoop, make this happen. I think it's a great idea. And the Ritz is awesome. awesome. Yeah, and the Ritz is where they play that father-son tournament already. So you remember where they had? You remember when they had all the all the athletes? Like they would bring in like Herschel Walker, Larry Bird, and they would do like do sprints. They do like decathlete stuff. And you know, it was back in like the eighties. Yeah, the superstars. Come on, in Hawaii, superstars. Yeah. Yes. Like to me, that's people would love to see that stuff, but everyone's so worried about getting hurt. You get out on the golf course, I think it would be awesome in a competitive environment like what Witt was saying. And allow shit talking. Mic them up and allow oh, shit talking. Oh, it'd be sure. great. It'd be awesome. It'd, it'd be, yes. Well, it's happening. Witt's working on it, which is really cool. Let's bring in our next guest from the Oakland A's, Jace Peterson, joining us on FT Live. Jace, how you doing? Where you at? I like that. Looks like a little sunshine before game time. Yeah, well, how's it going, fellas? I'm uh, at the house just kind of sitting back enjoying the, the view of beautiful uh, Walnut Creek out here. So it's a good little afternoon. There you go. He's changed. Why? Because when changed? I played with him, he didn't even have a view. He just never left his room, stuck in his apartment. Now look at him. He has a big mansion <laughs> I, out in Walnut Creek. I, I, that's because y'all made us walk to the field, ride taxis. Man, we couldn't be on the bus. <laughs> Games change. Games change. Games change. <laughs> you, yeah, was- you've changed it, Chase. You've changed it. Man, I'm just kind of going with the flow, man. But uh, I, I, I tell you what, back coming up with all you guys and, and kind of watching how y'all went about it and the way y'all did it, man, it, it was special for me. And uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed those times, but, uh, you know, just kind of going with the flow and going with how the game's going. You know, you're the you're the veteran now, Jace. You're the veteran on this A's for team. Sure. So before we get into the interview, I have, to, I have to send a public apology. The other day I told a story <laughs> about the ghost, okay? It wasn't Jace. It was what? Shelby Miller. Jason Johnny Gomes. No, I got it confused. Jason Johnny Gomes were the ones that punked Shelby Miller. So I had Jason yes. in the story, but I said Jason was the one that left the room. But it was Jason Johnny Gomes that punked Shelby Miller. So I'll let Jason at tell the, the Fister real- Hotel. At the Fister Hotel. Just for everyone that's just joining the party here and wasn't on listening to the show the other day. Yeah, this was like a quarter of the interview planned in my brain was I got to get the story from Jace. AJ was like, I don't even think he knows about it still to this day that we tried to spook him at the No, Fister. I wasn't involved. I just heard that's why. I, no, that like the yeah, team did. Yeah. Right, right. Fit at the Fister Hotel, which is weird and haunted in Milwaukee. And the other day, Mookie Betts was like, I'm not staying there. I'm getting an Airbnb. Then he homers. So now everyone's probably going to do it. But Jace, let's hear <laughs> your side of the story because you were the one that pulled the prank off. Man, so I had talked to Johnny Gaunt. Shelby at the time, he was one of the best pitchers in the league that year. I think I'm pretty sure it was 2015. And uh, in the locker room, I had grabbed Shelby's key and me and Johnny kind of had a little plan like, hey, look, I'll get his key. You go in his room and 
AJ was along a lot of the lines that were pretty correct. Johnny was lighting candles and smearing smoke all over the and char all over the mirror in the bathroom and goes back in there. Shelby walks in there. Shelby ended up coming to sleep in my room that night. So I never left the hotel, but it was a it was a good prank. It was really funny and uh Shelby uh was pretty scared. So it was it was it was cool. Did you tell him afterward? Did you let it we, sit for we, a while? We let we 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 let it sit until we left the series. I think we did it the second game of the series. So we let it sit for the whole series and then when he left he was he was pretty upset but he, he had a good <laughs> laugh at it. Did he retaliate? He did, he never did retaliate. He never did retaliate. That wasn't that wasn't how he was going to do it. Because if he would have retaliated, the retaliation of, my, of his of his retaliation would have been worse for sure. Yeah. <laughs> With Johnny Gomes, yeah. Do you know Johnny Gomes? Yeah. Johnny Gomes would have like he, blew up his house or something. He's not losing that battle ever. <laughs> no, Johnny's the last laugh guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Incredible. Okay, so now team wise, unique situation. How is it being a veteran on a squad that's in rebuild mode and a bunch of young dudes? You know, honestly, we have a bunch of good players in that room. Um, Obviously, I feel like baseball's a long season. You got to – it takes a little while for everybody to kind of find their role, fit into where they kind of go about it. And each day they kind of – that kind of just happens over a long process. So I feel like that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, Obviously, we could be better in all aspects of the game, but – we have a lot of young guys with a lot of talent. Um, I think Rooker is leading the league in OPS, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Ruiz is up there, if not leading the league in stolen bases. So there's a lot of talent on this team. Um, there's a lot of other stuff going on that we can't really control as players with all the move and the Vegas situation. And fans aren't too happy about that. So it's never fun when you, you hear them in the, in the crowd kind of giving it to the owners. And it's just a, a little bit of a weird situation. But for us, our job is to show up and play baseball and try to win games. And that's kind of what we're focused on, trying to get better each day and trying to win games each day. And um hasn't really gone our way so far, but it's a long ways, uh, long season. So we'll see if we can turn it around. Tell Roke I said hi and that he's gotta come on the he's gotta come on the show. And has he and has he broken down and cried yet? Because he's a crier if you don't know that about <laughs> it. Brett I, I did not know that, Kratzy, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. But I'll be on the lookout for sure. I'll have to mention it to him today when I get to the field. Okay. And then when you're, you're the, you're the, you know, like, like AJ said, all of a sudden, you know, you're the veteran. You still look like you're like 23 years old. So congrats on that part. But how, like, how do you talk to these guys about winning? How do you talk to them about winning when you don't feel like necessarily everybody's above you guys in, you know, in, in the front office is necessarily like, Hey, here's a team that you guys go win with. Like as a veteran, you have to like, you command that respect because of what you've done in your career. But how do you talk to these guys about that? Man, I think that's the hard part. You know, I think there's a fine line between kind of going to the field every day and, and expecting a win. I feel like winning is something earned. Winning is something that you put the work in. You continue to have that mindset each day and um, go about it. But, you know, all we can really control and all we can do is our preparation. Um, we can continue to go out there and play as a team. Um, continue to try to go get wins and just lay it out out there on the field each day. And uh, for me, it's just trying to win each day, not getting too caught, not getting caught ahead of, hey, who we got next series or who's pitching tomorrow, just trying to be in the moment, trying to win each day and um, just trying to stack wins together. So for me, it's just the mindset of kind of communicating, hey, let's be good today and let's win today and we'll worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. So for me, it's just taking it each day, one day at a time and um, one pitch at a time really throughout the game. And just trying to make plays and have good at bats and stack them up on each other. 
I'm sure the you know front office or whoever is not talking to the players about like the situation, but do players talk about like following the Vegas side of the team just because it's in the news all the time? I'm not saying even just like on the negative side of what's going on with ownership and treatment of Oakland, but just more along the lines of like moving forward. You're, you're on a two-year deal. Like you could play in the AAA Vegas ballpark next year, depending on how it all plays out. So have you guys talked about that stuff within the ball club? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's no secret. Um, the media is talking about it. The the fans that are at the game are, are screaming and talking about it. So it's kind of one of those things that it, it, it's in the room and um, people know it and you're trying to kind of avoid it and just go about your business. But it, it could be a distraction. And, and sometimes it gets frustrating to to always be asked about it, quite frankly. Um, for us, we're looking forward to playing baseball each day, no matter where it's at. Um it's big league games. It's hard to win in the big leagues. It's hard to get big league wins. There's some really talented guys and some really talented teams. So um, we can't get caught up in, in where we're going to play next year or whatever the case may be. We're just focusing on wherever we're at. We're trying to win big league ball games, and um, that's kind of the mindset that I'm taking. You're such a veteran now. You're just <laughs> such a veteran with some of these answers. I'm just trying to be every day. And not, dude, you know, dude, Vegas? Come on. Vegas would be so fun. Think about it that. Would be Vegas? Sick. It'd be awesome. It would be sick. It would be sick, and I and I'm not saying it wouldn't be, but you know who knows? You know how baseball is. I could be, you could be on one team one day, and the next day you're on another team. So I mean, I, for me, I'm just trying to go one day at a time. And Vegas would be pretty cool, um, no question about it. But I, I I try not to get that far ahead and try not to think that far ahead. To be honest, Jace, come on, man. Look, dude. Like I know where you came from. I know you grinded it. Listen, like you got two year deal. <laughs> You got a two-year deal. What did that feel like when somebody put that on the table? Like, you're a free agent. How many minor league free agents? You re-signed with the Yankees, I think, like three times one season. Like, Man, so, yeah, my, 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 it's a blessing. My career, obviously, at the beginning of it, drafted by San Diego, um, traded to Atlanta, was there 15, 16, 17, and then up for arbitration. You, you guys know how that works. And up for arbitration, non-tendered. So I signed minor league deals, 18, 19, 20, 21. And um, yeah, there was times where you're frustrated with the business of it and you know you're you're a good player and you're in the big leagues every year, but that's just the business. And for me, I never tried to get caught up in that. I just tried to focus on each day. And fortunately, 22 had a, had a ARB deal with Milwaukee and I enjoyed my time there. And then after that, Oakland called with a two-year deal. So yeah, it's a, it's a blessing and I'm excited to be here. Um, but it's definitely definitely been a long road, and I feel like everything in this game, as you guys know, when you play this game for that long, man, any any kind of multi-year deals, that's that's a big deal. So it was uh, definitely big for me and the family, and I'm excited about it. Jace, were there ever times where you were like, screw this, because you don't feel like you're getting the shot that you deserve, like I'm going to look to do something else, or even for you? I mean, I remember you were a freaking athlete in college going, eh, maybe I should have played like QB or even safety and gone for it in the NFL. Yeah, I feel like the biggest point for me and, and kind of with that was in 2020. Uh, obviously, the, the COVID situation kind of shut it down. Nobody knew what we were going to do, if we were going to have a season, whether or not we're going to play at all. So I remember going home and kind of thinking about it, and I had reached out to some guys who, who – one, one of my good buddies in the NFL, Deontay Spencer, he's with the Jets right now, but he was with the Denver Broncos at the time and just kind of reached out to him and talked to him about – what those guys make. And I don't think guys realize it, but man, those guys on the practice squad in the NFL make a pretty good living. So that was something that me and my wife had talked about for a little bit in 2020, um, just because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. And then obviously baseball kind of 
got back rolling. So I, that's, that's the route I went, but I love football. Um, I think that football is probably my favorite sport. No question. I love Sundays when in the off season, when you can turn on the Sunday ticket and watch some NFL games. So um, I love watching those guys compete and go at it on the football field for sure. And definitely was, there was times in my career where I, I wasn't sure what I was going to do, but I just tried that. That's my mindset going back to taking it day by day, man, for real. That's kind of what I try to go about and what I do and enjoy each day and, and, and try to just take it one day at a time. As I tell everybody, if you were on the 15, 2015, 2016, especially Braves, you thought about quitting many times. I was young and kind of just coming up into it, obviously, as you know. But, man, I, those years were fun for me. I, I got to play with you, Johnny Gomes, Jason Grillies, Jeff Francoeur, Kelly Johnson, Jim Johnson. I mean, I could go on and on with so many guys that I played with that I got to watch who I watched growing up and them do their thing, and then to be able to be on that team and, and be teammates with them was pretty special. And just to see how y'all went about it and how y'all treated the rookies and kind of laid down the ground rules for me and, and the rest of the rookies when we were coming up, I feel like uh, that that was one of the funnest points of my career, no doubt. Yeah, poor Jace. Yeah, me, Johnny Gomes. That's a lot of veteran Jim personality. Johnson, really? Freddie was, yeah. Freddie was still like a young guy back then. Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Cora Frenchie comes in. Kelly. We had a Salt. lot of – we had a lot of veterans, but we were not very good. Salty. Nick Swisher was over there. Michael oh, Bourne came about over Swisher. there. We had tons of guys. Oh, Salty Lamakia, is that what you're saying? No. no, they were all salty veterans. <laughs> 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 salty. Ugh. Yeah. We, we weren't that mean to them. We didn't really no, you guys were more pissed because a lot of you had a lot of winning in your life, and then you guys weren't winning. Man. No. I forget the guy's name. We had we had a lefty pitcher, and I I, I feel terrible. I'm forgetting his name, but I well, remember. Flaherty? He, no, 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 no. He had it was a rookie. He had posted a picture on Instagram of him like posing with the shirt off. And oh, I remember coming. Oh my gosh, I what was that guy's name? God, I can't. Yeah, gla- remember, he wore I remember, glasses. Yes, yes. And he was like this yes. with his shirt off. He's like, I'm Jack. This is 2016. 15 or yes. uh, Which, 15, yeah, 15, 15, 15, 15 or 16. Or 16. Right. Get, while you're Chase, talking, while give Scott, me five seconds. While Scott finds that, what was yes. the worst thing that AJ did to you while you got while you were a rookie there? Oh, man. Well, probably in New York wearing a pink Speedo and flippers and <laughs> everything that you could imagine that a swimmer wears and dropping me off 12 blocks away from the hotel and making me walk <laughs> as the bus just crept along. That was probably – one of the worst things that I had to do, no question. Hey, and AJ kind of led that up. Hey, in your defense, there was 23 of you guys walking the street in the same outfit. So we took all, yeah. we took, we put them in swim outfits. So we took yeah the Americans and put them in one outfit, and then we took the the non-Americans, mostly Latin guys. Yeah, and they had they had, but they were different. But they were all swim yeah. caps, goggles, speedos, tank tops. And we're like, okay, guys, see you at the hotel. And we dropped them off. It wasn't. It was like three blocks. It was still in the Bull middle of New crap. York. Hey, my feet were bus... still bleeding from those slippers. That wasn't <laughs> three blocks. And the, the bus just creeped along next to them as the as they were walking. And everyone was like, everyone just stops and looks like, what is happening? But it's New York, so they don't pay that much attention. New York, no. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that a, lot, is bad. a lot of crazy shit going on. A lot of stuff York. going on for sure. Yeah, Marksberry was the guy's name. Marksberry. Yeah, Marks- Marksberry. Yep. Mark, yep. Marksbury. Marksbury. I mean, he had a long career. Oh, Matt Marksbury. Matt Marksbury. He had a long career. No, he did not. 
I remember Jason. that though. We came we came in the clubhouse. AJ has it on. He's got the club. He's having it on every TV. It's printed out on everybody's locker, just blowing them up. Oh my god, I'll never forget. Dude, the that. guy had two days in the big leagues. He's posing. I know. I know. On his Instagram, I know. Like, hey, look I at know. me, guys. I'm Jack. I'm a big rookie guy. He has glasses on. Braves hat. We're Thirty-five like, appearances. He made thirty-one appearances in 2015. Four appearances in 2016, which is the year you're talking about, because he probably was so dejected. No, I think it was 2015. <laughs> it was 2015. It was 2015, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Everyone's always got an AJ story, so not yeah. surprised. Jace, have you uh, recovered from the sprint you made the other day when you made that catch? Yes, of course, man. Of course. I'm, I'm, it's all good. I mean, honestly, the bullpen did a great job of letting me know the mound was there. Obviously, you know it's there if you're playing here. But um, for me, the ball's going up and just trying to go make a play. I was able to hear those guys kind of – holler out the mounds coming and able to keep my foot and make the play. How many times have you watched it back? Oh, I had a lot, a lot of buddies sent it to me. So I've probably seen it, I don't know, 10 times or so. Do you have a dig me highlight video kind of thing where, you know, let's say you're slumping or you just need to pick me up. You're like, all right, let me check that play out again. Okay. Man. Um, that'll be on the list for sure. Uh, yeah. for me, for me, I'm not a huge video guy. I don't, I don't really like to watch and break down a whole bunch of video. I, I try to keep it simple, be athletic in the box, and let it rip. And that's kind of my mindset. If I get too much – these days, there's so much analytical stuff out there. You can get go down the rabbit hole and be looking at video or breaking down things for hours. So I, I try not to go there. Do you have uh, – so the, the A's are most likely out of playoff contention. Have you gone to Kotze and said – I have never caught an inning, but I've played every other position. <laughs> Do you get an inning? And does he say yes? I, You know, I, a lot of people have asked me that, Crassie. I don't even know if I really want to do that. I mean, I don't feel like going back there behind the plate and trying to catch 95, 98 miles an hour. That's not something that I'm really interested in doing. In an emergency, I, I will, but that's not something that I'm trying to do unless we, we're really in a bad situation. You got you got the you got the security of a two year deal. You don't have to worry about getting hurt. You pitched the other day. Like how many guys on two year deals are pitching? Hey, like, I'll go do that. That's fun. I can do that. But going to catch ninety eight and hundred, I don't know how you guys did that for so long. That's 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 a different animal there. Hey, how many strikeouts not, you have? How many strikeouts? Ooh, I got uh three punches. Three, three. punches. Crowd, tell me yep. you got three. Oh man! Yep. Wow, Austin yep. Barnes. Uh, Eugenio Suarez and Ooh, Brandon Belt. Wow! Wow! Who are Jace's? Jace, who are your punchies? Man, I know, I know, I got, I know, I got Christian Velasquez when I pitched with with Baltimore. Um, Christian Sosa Vasquez, with, the catcher. You mean the yeah, catcher? Yeah, Vasquez. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I got Sosa with the Phillies, and then a couple pitchers. I might have four. I might have four now. I think I got one this year too. But a couple pitchers. A couple of them didn't swing. So easy punchies. <laughs> oh man how many innings you got jace Ooh, uh four or five four or five something like that four or you five. guys you don't have this memorized some yeah. of these guys especially with their you know joke pitching stats are like they're rattling everything off they like yeah, go sequence so through now. sequence i know it's but not like sequence it's not a good sequence. thing when i'm out there on the mound it's never it's never a good thing so i try to forget those days to be honest <laughs> five innings pitched apparently Five innings? Five innings, yeah. There you go. Uh, I gave up a bomb to Devers in Boston, though. My God. He almost hit that red chair that's up there. <laughs> <laughs> You've given up. So, five innings, eight Ernie's. 
Not yeah, well, not a, a lot ERA. of those were in Boston too. A lot of those were in Boston. I feel like I gave up six runs that day. It felt like two homers. Who was the other homer? Devers and who? Uh, man, it was this year. Uh, Duran with the Rangers. Oh, oh, Ezekiel. Yeah, and four strikeouts. Yep. I was told. Four, um, four punches. So, so I've got one more for you from Garrett. Have you ever been on the field for a perfect game or a no hitter at any level of baseball? Yeah, we got no hit. Uh, we got no hit. Well, in Milwaukee, we oh. got no hit against the Cubs. And then we also no hit the Indians on a combined no hitter with uh, Josh. It was Hader and Corbin. So I, I, I would have been a part of two, one defensively and one offensively. Oh, there you go. And you were one out away from Shelby Miller throwing one into Miami. We were. We Super were. Shelby. Golly. On that Justin team was elite that year. You guys have yep. a lot of a lot of stories from that year. Well, we had we did a lot of fun stuff. We yeah. weren't very good, but we did a lot of fun uh, fun stuff as a as a unit. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was after good. that year, then you started getting in trouble. If you if you treated the rookies too bad, you start getting in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear about uh, AJ's phantom IL stint? He was there. Twenty sixteen. Oh, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. So do I you, was there. What, what, what what's your analysis on on the entire ordeal? Because it went kind of viral when AJ told it the other day that he was like, "Yeah, I got to go on the IL," and he was trying to pick the injury and went for anal fissures and got denied. It was only one fissure. It wasn't fissures with an S. Well, okay? that's what everyone's been saying. Online. I know, but it's just I correct one fissure. It was one fissure. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I remember AJ being pretty upset about it, and then I feel like. He started sending pictures of him hunting or, or on the beach or fishing or something. <laughs> yeah, so it was. I, I don't. I don't think it was. It was. It was. He was mad and, and upset at it first, but then he started kind of living life a little bit, hunting and fishing or, or doing the beach life, and I think he got over it pretty quick. Yeah. So they sent me home. Yeah. And they were in the middle of the game, and I was sending pictures from my pool, drinking a beer, <laughs> mm-hmm. like in the I'm team like, chat. I'm like, hope you guys are having a great game, and I'm like this with the sunset, like. Ah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Why? I wasn't hurt. <laughs> no, I know. Right. You're saying he was upset, Jace, because he wanted to be there, right? He 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 did want to be there. And I don't I don't think I think any all the guys obviously at this level are super competitors. And I think some situations in this game, when you get put in situations like that, it's never fun for the player. It's frustrating for the player. And uh at first you're you're really upset about it and wish you could change it, and then you realize it doesn't matter what you want to do and how you feel that the game don't care and the business side don't care. And then you're just like, all right, well, screw it. I'm going to go do what I want to do anyway. Yeah. And he's doing, you're doing okay right now. I'm, I'm, I'm survived. All right, Jace, before he's we let you go, before yep. we let you go, I just want to show you this photo before we go. Okay. Ready? Might want to yeah, cover your eyes. I'm ready. Wow. Yep. There she is. Wow. There she is, man. What a time. What a time. We he's need a locator. Middle. He's Where? next to Christian Bethencourt. What a time! Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Hey, he's having a he's he's balling right now in Tampa. I know. Matt Whistler's in there somewhere. Yep. Whist. Who yep. Who's the guy second from the right with the American You're saying flag. giving the piece? Williams yeah. Perez. Wasn't that Williams yep. Perez? Yep. yep. Williams Perez. Yeah. Wow. What that looks group, like. Man. Do you know what that Adonis looks like? Adonis Garcia, not Adolis Garcia. Adonis, Adonis Garcia's brothers in that picture. Hey, Adol, wow. they look, they look just alike too. Right? They do, they, yeah. They look just alike. That that looks like a scene from the movie Dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark Sperry's in the middle. Mark Sperry's. Yeah. There he is on the knee. Yep. There he is. Yeah. There he is. 
<laughs> practicing for the Instagram yes. shoots. Wow, that's good. I'm I'm glad we stalled to get that in there. Perfect, perfect placement. <laughs> Great way to end it. Hey, Jace, awesome catching up with you, man. We appreciate the time, dude, and have fun. Keep doing your thing. Man, I appreciate y'all having me, and look forward to getting uh, especially y'all out there at the ranch, man. Let's go make some content and shoot some pigs and get some deer or something I'm, I'm in dude you know me i'm in let's do it yeah you and kratzy come out and we'll make it happen hell Kill yeah it up. let's do it right, I'm with you. i'd love I'm to see you. scott pull a bow back I, and... I told you i'll go you'll go oh, yeah man, you told me Jace, yeah, yeah we, we, goes... we, we'll, we'll we'll make it happen yeah Jer- jersey boy scott he's like i'm gonna mess up my hair i'm rugged i wear i'll wear my foul territory out i'll be good to go they'll okay. never see me <laughs> All right, <laughs> <love it. laughs> All right buddy. Thank Cheers, you. Jace. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Appreciate you. You too. Later. You go Later. every couple of weeks, and you've and you haven't invited me yet, but you're like, I, I'm not. Here's my main problem. I I work before the show. So. No, you go in the afternoon. We can go right after this. Okay. I'm down. I will go soon. I need video of that. I need oh. video of I need oh. video of Scotty Braun, gutting that pig, and. Just blood all down his arm. Put the blood in his face. You eat it though, right? You can if you want to. What you guys just do it for no reason? Well, no, they're bad for the crops. Okay. So pigs root the the crops, right? So so you plant these. They're not bacon pigs. You can make bacon out of them. You can. Okay. Yeah, they're just wild. So so you plant these big fields for deer, okay, Mm -hmm. and you fence them, and then the pigs break through the fence because they want to eat the good food, not the random stuff. And they come in there and they root the crops. So you got to keep the population down. So AJ to the rescue. <laughs> Saving Orlando. <laughs> Saving Orlando one pig at a time. One yep. wild boar at a time. Oh, man. I would, oh, man. I would love to see I that. will have come experience ever, it. Have you ever – you've never been in the woods, have you? Yeah. My house in the backyard oh, is full of woods. Come on. There, you want to see the, the I'm largest – I'm talking like sitting in a tree stand – for a couple hours. No, I have not done that. I, 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 I do have a little bit of attention issue. So you have your phone. Your phone will work. You can use the phone, phone and hang out until yeah. there's something cool coming. Okay, fine. I'm good with that. I'll be like firing off sales emails. Like, hey, want to sponsor Foul Territory? I'm about to shoot a pig and eat bacon. But Warren, New Jersey. If you ever want to see a deer, like it would be hilarious if someone who hadn't seen a deer before and they're like going around my rando small town in Jersey. I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like. No, like they're the there's more deer than humans in the town that I grew up in. They're everywhere, like almost to a dangerous extent where you'd be driving and there you ever people, hit one with your car? No, but close calls at I would say over under close calls 14 and a half. I mean, there were accidents. There's probably accidents every day in that town from deer. Literally, they just live on the street. Mm. It's like watching Yuri Perez with his first strikeout. They're just all hanging out on the street. The fam that's taking up the street. You got to backtrack to see what I'm talking about for that. Foul Territory fans, listen up. Our friends at BetMGM are running an MLB Bet $10, get $100 instantly promo with the bonus code SPICYMLB. Here's how it works. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your newly created account. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android. Place a pregame money line wager of at least $10 on any MLB team to win at standard odds price, and you will receive $100 in bonus bets instantly. If you sign up in Massachusetts or Ohio, you receive $200 in bonus bets. Use the bonus code SPICYMLB. 